Merry Christmas. Merry That's in the show document, literally. I haven't looked at the document yet. I'm looking it up right oh, now. Oh, Felk, there is a whole queue <laughs> for you. If you're talking about a very bareback Christmas, no, I do not have that prepped. <gasps> what? I was joking. I wasn't really going to go through that with that. that uh, uh, I was so excited. Uh, that, that much work for something. First of all, you get like my TV's on right now. Can you make out what's on the screen? No, because it's just a menu. But like, I could when it was like you know something else. We've done it in the past that way. Well, this is like not banter for the episode. Where's Felk? Why is he just no? I don't. I don't know. I hope he's gonna put that. He's he's got that porn already. I don't think he's got the porn. He already told me he didn't. We will not be watching a very bareback Christmas this episode, unfortunately, Coolboy Nation, because Felk didn't want to play it. Season's greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome to this very special holiday installment of the Cool Boys Podcast, where we will be bending over, <laughs> spreading it wide, and getting <laughs> in the holiday spirit as we discuss Christmas movies that give us boners. <gasps> And all the joyous boners they have given us. <laughs> Double yes. boner. Ho, ho, ho is what I always like to say. <laughs> I'm Fruitcake Felk. I'm Ooh. Bethlehem Ballard. And I'm Nutcracker Noli. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a fruitcake except for fruitcake's you, un, like Fruitcake's not that bad. People, I like it. Yeah. I like it. It can be okay. What's in it? Fruit? Fruit. <laughs> what and else? cake. <laughs> Is it like a, is it, does it have like a, a cakey texture with fruit inside of it? Like no, it has a, a sweet, it's a sweet bread. It's like a, not sweet breads, but like it's a, it's a bread with fruit in it and it lasts yeah. forever and it's fine. So cool. It's fucking fine. Phil puts on a very merry bareback Christmas in the background. Oh wait, no, I'm not going to, cause I didn't do any prep work. I, and also I don't, I, I, I'll do prep work if we're all going to watch a very merry bareback Christmas, but that was kind of a joke to put it in the background and force it. Um, while I was shitting in the last episode, you guys decided without me that I guess we're not going to watch gay porn anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
and then and then express disappointment this episode that I'm not forcing you to watch background gay porn. <laughs> We're a fickle bunch. Yes. Now that's more like it. Well, cool boys. <laughs> I don't think we can get any more festive than that. Time to move on to our cool boys Christmas boners. Wow. Folks' favorite topic. Preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. this each episode all three cool boys have entered different fabulous moments from christmas movies <gasps> into our cool boy santa boner hat and oh. then draw a total of six fabulous christmas moments <gasps> this episode at random and then talk about all the fabulous christmas boners they gave us <laughs> now these boners could have sprouted because you're a huge fan of Scrooge movies, <laughs> especially one starring sweet, sweet Muppets you'd love to strangle with your cock. Like, oh my. I'm not saying that. Maybe you enjoy watching it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not reading that one. Perhaps a Christmas party interrupted by big dick German terrorists. <laughs> The best kind of party. They're not terrorists. They're thieves pretending to be terrorists. Kind of terrorists are you? <laughs> Who said we were terrorists? <laughs> Maybe it was just a glorious hot Santa ass shot walking away from the camera that made your dick rise. The oh. Santa ass has to be walking away. <laughs> or it's gay Santa ass. Only straight Santa ass here. Maybe what? we should retire that meme, too, because that's just been gibberish to be repeated 60 times. Yeah. I, I just don't like the fact that we, we imply that only straight people should listen to our podcast, which is obviously not our listenership based on which which episodes get good numbers. Yeah, I've never really understood what that line was. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Who said we were terrorists? <laughs> Now, no one to see each other's Christmas selections, so it'll be a nice little surprise, even for us, every time a new Christmas boner is drawn. One last thing to mention before we start popping some fucking Christmas boners. <laughs> Each fucking boner moment drawn will have a discussion limit of ten fucking minutes. Or five, five fucking five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. Just to make sure we don't get too engorged and pass out. And most Ooh. importantly, no mentioning of Bruce Willis's bare feet aloud. Too hot, Aww. too big, too dead. Okay, cool boys, let's grip them flaccid candy canes. We call cocks and jam a yuletide log up my titan teenaged ass. Okay. The first Christmas boner from the Santa Christmas boner full hat of Christmas Santa boners is... Coming to us from Nolan. <gasps> What is the most fabulous use of a peck 
in a Christmas movie? And I don't understand this question. I understand this question very, very, very well. What's a peck? Felk, you're not well-versed in pecks and daikinis? Okay, that's from Willow, but Willow isn't a <laughs> Christmas meant, movie. Peck. It's not. Did he mean chest peck? What did you mean by peck? What did you mean by peck? Did you mean daikinis <laughs> and pecks? I meant like a small person, a dwarf, a miniature man. Oh, well, <laughs> you meant like I was like, oh, dude, he's getting into like Arnold's pecs and jingle all the way, or no. Bruce Willis's pecs and Die Hard. No. It's spelled uh, capital P E C K, and I don't, I know that is a is a thing for they're not midgets though, right? Aren't the aren't the pecs the fucking the the tiny super tiny like six inch tall people? No, those are brownies. Yeah. Then what the pecs- fuck are dakinis? Dikinis are, are like you know, Matt Mardigan, everyone, yeah. all the big tall people. In this day and age where I don't know what to call uh, a small person, I just called him a peck. Call them little people. That's the that's a, a term. Little, little people. Well, no, world, peck, okay, world. so so we're all clear. Peck is is a derogatory term for <laughs> Nelwins. Nelwins is what oh, they Nelwins. are referred to as in the movie. Peck is what they call them as a as a derogatory term. Well, that was really stupid, Peck. Don't call me a Peck. Oh, I'm sorry. Peck. Peck. Peck, 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 Peck. You be careful. I am a powerful sorcerer. See this acorn? I'll throw it at you and turn you to stone. Ooh. I'm really scared. No, don't. Don't. There's a, a Peck here with an acorn pointed at me. I wouldn't want to waste it. Ha! Peck, 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 Willow's not even that good a movie, and it's definitely not a Christmas movie. Are you asking what's Fuck the best you. use of a midget in a Christmas movie? Willow's awesome. Yes, yes. Willow's awesome. Kaya! Um, i've got one i've got one i'll i'll say the um the the guy i don't know his name but maybe you can look up the guy's name um but it's the guy it's the guy from bad uh bad santa the other bank robber the little black elf oh black yeah he's great yeah he's yeah that's the only one i can think of (laughs) i i think he died actually what's his name this might have to be an r.i.p Shit, did he die? I heard he dro- d- died going five miles an hour. <laughs> he died going five <laughs> miles per hour on the five while doing coke off a hooker's dick. Oh, god damn, my dick is so important. <laughs> What's happening? What other options are there for midgets in Christmas movies? Oh, I dude, think there's, there's tons. I there's mean, you can, fabulous little people in Jingle all the way. There's a whole fight involving little people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think oh yeah, that's kids, isn't that the midget from Seinfeld? I I think it's it is or it's Vert he's Troyer. in there. Yes, he's Vert in Troyer's that. in there too. Yeah, but they're not playing elves. They're playing midgets playing elves. Yeah, they're not real Nelwins. That's true. Guys, but, well, no, no, Nelwins isn't. <laughs> It's a different. God, this is this one. This one's a mess. Don't mix. Five minutes is up. <laughs> Guys, the actor from Bad Santa's name is Tony Cox. Of all, I names. love him. That's a good name, dude. And look g- him up and see if he's done porn. See, I got yeah, a huge cocks. See, I got a huge cock. 
<laughs> and guys, he's not dead, but let's we might as well assume he's dead because I haven't seen him in anything in at least a decade. He's in Bad Santa too. You never so, see the like elderly ones, do you? No, they don't I, make I don't it that think, long. I don't think they make it that long. Uh, Is Bert Troyer that, alive? That TV show with the family, that was an old dad. He was like in his 50s. Matt Roloff is still kicking. Who? That's what I think Noel's referring to, Little People, Big World. Oh. Did they end up getting a divorce? Uh, yeah, they did, but they lived on the same property. And in the last season that aired, uh, Matt was looking to move to Arizona, I think. So uh, who died on the uh, <laughs> the... the gay boat show you guys both love first we know where we're starting the drama on below deck is often considered overboard but the incident with ashton was literally overboard and scarier than anyone could have ever imagined wow, wow. tell us about your reunion with the cameraman when you saw him after he had you know like it wasn't clear to me exactly what had happened right um, but when i got back on board everyone was just like go and have a word to brent um and i was like well, what do you mean and and there was a moment in the water where, where I was explaining earlier that my foot came up in front of me and I was preparing for my foot to be ripped off. I remember looking at Brent and I saw him frantically taking the line off the cleat. Yeah. So I'd, I kind of knew he had something to do with, with saving my life. And I just, I think I just went up to him and I just grabbed him and hugged him and said, you know, I, I don't know what to say to you, but I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, the man did save my life. Bravo saved his life? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean... Wow, it was really intense. It, it was really intense. intense. I have to say, Captain Lee was here last week. He was he was really still shaken up about it. Wow. wow. I'm, I'm so great. Ashton did not die, thank God. Pumpies and peas. It's, it's well, I'm not that interested in this, <laughs> in this show topic, to be honest well, with you. I think it's been five minutes. What do we decide on? I think it's uh, Jingle All the Way. It's Jingle All... No, we didn't decide Jingle All the Way. We decided <laughs> Bad Santa, Tony Cox. It's Tony Cox. He's got the best name, too. I like Peter Dinklage just seen in uh, in Elf because he wasn't famous yet. I'm going to go with the dentist from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Story. He wants to be a dentist. <laughs> that's a, that, so that, that's a stop-motion so animation watch. movie? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, now, th th we're, we're all over the place. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know it. Now you know it. I've looked into it since the last time we fucking. I know. It. Yeah, last year of our last Christmas special, you had no idea what Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was. Well, because it's problematic. This year, it's been it's been labeled as pro it, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has been labeled as problematic, and all these people are like, "No, it's not." Thank God. Although it kind of fucking is. I mean, <laughs> I've been saying it for years that it's a horrible movie. It's, it's a, a bad message. Movie. It's a bad. You know what's also been labeled problematic this year? Uh, baby, it's cold outside. That was last Everyone's year. Everyone's calling a. Oh, was that that's last year? year? That was last year. That's, and it, well, no, last year. It, it got it got it got attention last year. That was when the SNL the girl from uh, some SNL girl uh, who was also in Gone Girl. Uh, that's all I know her from. Did a uh, skit about it last year, and then there was the SJW like remake of it, where it's like I, you know, like uh, I respect you. Yeah, like uh, it was, uh, and then this year it we got got banned from a bunch of uh, local radio stations. Last and, I heard, uh, it's back. It's and, back. Yeah, and and then and and as a result of that, because the Streisand effect is a real thing, uh, named after the fact that Barbara Streisand's a cunt, as uh, is a real got 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 attention to it, and the number one uh, holiday song on Spotify for for the month of uh, 
the last like three weeks or whatever for Spotify and YouTube music and like all the major streaming sites as a course, maybe it's called outside because now everybody's playing it because it's like, oh, this is actually a pretty nice song. The Lady Gaga version is very popular. Uh, There's a version with uh, Idina Menzel and yep. Michael Blue Buble, which is yep. very lovely. The, th- the great thing about Lady Gaga is she sung it both ways. She sang it oh, with really? uh, Tony Bennett when she's the, doing the woman's voice, wow. the woman character. But she's also d- done one with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt where they swap and it's him trying to leave. And it still Love works because it. it's a beautiful song. It is. Well, that actually brings me to our next motor. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, the, the next motor coming from me, Felk. <gasps> what? Christmas movie has been most affected by the changing mores and cultures of time. What movie do you look back on that you used to love that you now think of in today's context? And it's like, oh, that wasn't that good. A Christmas film? Yeah. No, I've got Mm. two right off the bat. I have one, but I think I already kind of mentioned it in the last boner. So and I mentioned it, I think last uh, uh, Christmas special too. Rudolph. It was, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. I mean, Rudolph as a kid, I loved it. Like Rudolph for me as a child was like, bam! I cannot wait for this fucking special. I watched this yeah. as an adult, having my daughter without my son being born, and I was just like, this is fucking horrible, and it promotes bullying, and yeah. Santa is a fucking bully in it. No, that's that's. What, I mean, it's like way into mine is is. A story of a kid who's being bullied and made fun of by everyone at, at his school and teachers and all he wants is a gun. And, and, and like that in modern context, post this thing that after this thing that happened in, let's say, 1998 ish, 99, uh, 99. It was it was like right after The Matrix came out. I remember that it was April 20th, 1999. Oh, yeah. The date because, uh, you know, <clears throat> 420 Hitler's birthday. Hitler. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, like <laughs> post that context, it, it's it just seems too fucked up to watch. And of course, the whole the duck thing—you can't even get foie gras, but they're chopping a head off a duck, and then the Asians are trying to sing, and they have bad stereotypes. That movie comes on, and it's like this is this is from a, another time. The '80s, we were still allowed to be uh, nostalgic of the '50s. Nowadays, you watch it, and you're like, huh. Notice that there's no black kids at that school. <laughs> Except there are three black kids in Ralphie's class, and Ralphie loves his teacher. I actually watched it again this year. I watched it last year, and I loved it last year, and I watched it again this year, and I loved it this year. And If the film is problematic, I, I love it for it. I actually do like the movie a lot. Um, it, it's not revisionist history. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And, and there, there was certainly many, many kids uh, went, to, went to sleep dreaming of dreaming of getting their guns only only because it wasn't a film made from the 80s it was the actual 1950s they weren't getting bb guns they were getting real guns right and it's based on a book by uh gene shepherd or something like that and it's mm-hmm. gene shepherd is the voice the narration in the film and um you know it's about his childhood of growing up and so they adapt in a person's life the other the i mean the other one would be after i saw a photo of a circa 90 like mid early 90s photo of Macaulay Culkin's dad in his home office 
wearing a mesh t-shirt with his nipples all out. Making fo- <laughs> this is just him doing the business. Playboy magazine? This is, no, this is just like him doing business, making business calls, investing the money that he had earned from his son, who he was stealing from, uh, just finding out what a piece of shit he was and how horribly taken advantage of Macaulay Culkin was and how fucked up of teenage and childhood years the Macaulay Culkin certainly had as a result of being pimped out by his parents to make millions of dollars uh, in in movies and then having most of that money uh, stolen or, or used frivolously by them. Kind of makes it hard to enjoy watching Home Alone. Oh, I, I disagree. I would have said yes to that a year ago, but after in the last year, I saw Macaulay Culkin on Joe Rogan's podcast. I saw him show up a few times on Red Letter Media. The yeah. dude seems actually pretty level-headed and pretty normal, and I think it turned out for the best. I think he's I think he's gotten healthy, but that feels like that healthiness is in the last like a couple of years. Like he's because he's gotten more attention because like there was those photos like four years ago of him looking like he weighed fucking 110 pounds because he was probably doing a lot of drugs. He seems like he's gotten sober and he's gotten healthy, but I think he's had some dark fucking times. And sure. Home Alone, you know, was the beginning of those dark times. No, Macaulay Culkin's dark times have do nothing to diminish my love of Home Alone. <laughs> New York it does nothing. It probably increases. I, I love him in Uncle I Buck sep- too. I separate the two, just like every time I'm watching a Tom Cruise film, I separate the crazy. It's true. You got to John Travolta, Nick Cage. Yep, yep exactly. Yeah, but they were Jackman. They were children. Ah, uh, I, I don't have a problem watching Christmas Story in this day and age. I still like Ballard. Find it to be great fun. Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, still great fun. Uh, I don't really got a movie. You know what movie I don't like? I don't like A Muppet's Christmas Carol at all. Did you as a kid? Yeah, I liked it as a kid. It's I haven't watched shit. it since. It's shit. Really? It's shit. Mm. And it has nothing to do with any like social change. It's just not a very well-made movie. Mm. So um, Ernest Saves Christmas for me is that one. Oh, oh, that's horrible. Oh, but the reindeers are really cool in that movie. Yeah, I just didn't really care for it when I watch it back. But I still like uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. I love it. I'm not one. sure any Ernest film will hold up in this day and age, honestly. I have to go back and watch my Ernest films. Eww. He died, right? Yes, yeah. he did. So, and, and, yeah, and yet scene. the new Toy Story, it's like the exact same voice. It's creepy. Yeah. They, they have to replace a lot of voices for Toy Story now. They just get sound alikes, huh? Yeah. Your time's numbered, Tim Allen. <laughs> that's gonna be sad because that will happen you know toy story is gonna live on forever they're probably gonna make 15 of them oh just 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 wait like disney's whole we're not gonna see g carrie fisher in the next movie but they will <laughs> they will they'll all yeah, come back they ha- they're probably they waiting to. for mark hamill to die because it'll be cheaper here's fucking- felk you're not probably wrong I, you know, I this is what i would see this is the reasoning for that right it's just real quick right it's this so oh we have princess leia in this scene shit uh, we don't have her walking out. We'll just CGI a double that walks out. That's okay. And then that line slowly gets blurred. Yeah, they don't care. Rest in peace, guy who played General Tarkin. All right, moving forward. On to the next Christmas boater. Comes to us from Ballard. What is the most fabulous... Boner moment from the Star Wars holiday special. Mm, what hmm. is 
What is, guys? What is? Well, you guys are all alone on this because I haven't seen this since like 1991, and I don't remember a thing about it except for bad Chewbacca costumes. It's pretty impressive that you were able to see it in 91. I'll answer for Nolan real quick. Nolan, I'm sure you'll say yes to this. The Boba Fett cartoon. Don't even remember it. You don't remember that? That's actually no. probably like the real boner here, but that's not what I'm obviously going to go with. I'm sure that's not what Falk's going to go with. Well, Ballard, if you recall, the first time I watched... The holiday Christmas special. Ho- no, no, Star Wars holiday special. Wow, they were woke back then. They knew to call it holiday because it was Life Day. Uh, was with you and mm-hmm. Cool Boy Corey. That's true. And we both watched Corey. In fact, that was not my first viewing, though. No, you had already seen it, and it Many was times. It was your um, George Lucas. George Lucas approved digital copy of it. We were watching because we didn't. Yeah. No, uh, actually, uh, as I recall. Corey didn't even know it existed. Like he didn't wow. even know what it was. And I, I you know, had heard the stories, but so we watched, we were, you know, a good five minutes in and we, we both were convinced looking to you for guidance. Surely this is supposed to have subtitles that we're supposed <laughs> to be able to understand what yeah. these fucking Wookiees are saying to each other. There's yep. no way it's just in like, incomprehensible it's dialogue it's brilliant it, it's it's, it's brilliant. baffling uh my favorite boner moment and i think the point after which we stopped fucking watching was of course when an elderly grandpa wookie i think his name is lumpy no lumpy's the kid um i don't remember his name the old one. you don't remember you don't remember the name no i i can tell you it's Achi. it's Achi cook is the dad and his or nicknamed itchy itchy the mom is named Mala Malatabuk and her nickname is Mala. Uh-huh. And the son is named Lumpa Rump and his nickname is Lumpy. Lumpy. Okay. So Itchy watches VR <laughs> porn with a black woman singing to he him does. as he masturbates yes. to it in the living room of the family. Home. No way. <laughs> yes. This is not true. It's true. It's really a scene in the fucking special. He's and I watch the special every fucking year. And that is my favorite scene, too. Or one of my favorite scenes, too. What, do you own it? Yes. Oh, well, God, nobody yeah. legally owns it, but he has a copy of it. I have a copy that's on DVD <laughs> with, like, a menu and, like, a bunch of Star Wars commercials attached to it that was going around Wait, when I was in college. Hey, what year did this come out? Like, 85 or something? 79. No, se- 79. This oh, is right shit. before this the is re-release. Before Empire. It's for Empire. Yeah, it's, it's right before the re-release of Star Wars, which was re-released in 79 with the title Episode 4, yeah. A New Hope. Because in 77, it was released. It just was called Star Wars, and it just said when the movie aired, like, the scroll happened. It just said Star Wars. A year and a half after the movie was made, they made this over like a weekend. Carrie Fisher is very clearly on coke. Uh, and Harrison Ford is very clearly like, oh, fuck. What did I agree to? <laughs> yes. Yes. You see regret. It's the first time you see Harrison Ford regretting this. And it's so early on and it happened on TV. And then it would become like famous later on how much he regretted doing Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. And and the Are best they live during it? No, it's not live. It was tape, no. but it was it was like live to tape. Like they did not get a second tape. Uh, yeah, there were like minimum minimum of like one to two takes tops. It and Mark Mark Hamill looks like a porcelain doll. He is so caked in makeup because he had yep. just barely been recovering from his car accident, and right. you know you've heard that like. When he, at, right after the accident, he touched his nose and it was hanging off his face. Oh, so it's like, I think we talked about this last year. Uh, uh, so it's God. like, 
Uh, and then, of course, they they blow like vapor and smoke in front of him to try and hide his face. Carrie Fisher, who's clearly fucking high, uh, is, is like uh, like coked out of her fucking little starlet mind, uh, is sings. the Vader shit's great because Vader's like just like scenes from a new the, Hope yeah they just use the same shot and put yeah. new dialogue over it. But no, she sings the fucking Star Wars song. She sings yeah, the it. Life Day song. Yeah, yeah. but which means which means the Star Wars theme exists in the star wars universe yes as the life day song yeah with lyrics yeah we celebrate a day of life (laughs) a day of harmony my myspace account was a life day fan yeah i remember that absolutely i remember myspace my favorite moment is absolutely boba fett's cartoon my other favorite moment was obviously Itchy masturbating to like Dion Warwick or whatever it was. It's not Dion Warwick. It's just is like that some, true? some like this happens. Yeah, yeah he does. I mean, you don't see him touching his dick because it's only shots of like really of his head. But like he's like licking his lips. It's oh, yeah. awkward as fuck. Yeah. And Art Carney from the Honeymooners, who plays multiple parts in it, is the yes. VR porn salesman. He's like, I got something, something for you. It's a <laughs> you know what it is. Like it's like what the fuck is this? Well, like I, 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 I had heard stories about the holiday special, but until I watched it with you, I was just like, oh, wow, it's it's true. And then some. And you watch yeah. the whole thing. No, oh, yeah, every year I watch the whole thing. I throw uh, it on the background. When how I'm long like, is it? It's it's long. It's like, 90 it's like minutes. two hours or something. It feels like yeah. three. I'm it starting to think like I've three. only seen clips of it, like from like the Internet. And I never saw it as a kid, but maybe I thought I did. I don't know what's going on, but like I'm having no recollection of this movie. So my favorite boner of the holiday special, just to be as quick and over with this at this point now, is uh, it's literally what Felk touched upon. It's the first 18 minutes is entirely in Shrewook. It is just Wookiee speak the entire time. And it's essentially Mala telling Lumpy to do his chores and Lumpy not wanting to do it. And then Itchy, the grandfather, getting his, you know, getting involved. And then Mala essentially having to like, Run the house. <laughs> Mala cooks a meal in real time. Yes. Uh, Lumpy plays with his life day <laughs> present, which is some kind of transistor board in real time while he watches an instructional video on how to repair it or build it. It's amazing. It's it's baffling. It's baffling. And and one of the writers was someone we saw the movie Public Enemies with together. You and I, Ballard. That would be the fat Ooh. guy. I can't remember his name now. Fuck. Steven D'Souza. <laughs> no, uh, the the fat guy from Hollywood Squares. Uh, Graham Yost. Oh, oh, the, the, oh Bruce oh. Valanche. Bruce Valanche. Yeah. He 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 was one of the, like the four credited writers on it. He and, still uh, defends it to this day. I heard. Yeah, and uh, and J.J. Abrams too. J.J. Uh, Jeffrey. He was he was credited. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey then. then. That's right. Jeffrey yeah. did not write that movie. <laughs> Jeffrey wrote the holiday special. He would have been like. Ten? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Brilliant, right. brilliant child. Moving forward. The next Christmas, happy, merry Christmas, kiss my ass, boner, comes to us from me, Aww. Felk. What is the most fabulous non-Kurt Russell <laughs> cinematic santa you'd like to fuck Ooh. so you gotta pick a cinematic santa to hmm. fuck i think i know where i'm going with this but i need to just search my mind no i i typed I, I just googled to get the list 
Santa movies and accidentally typed it wrong and got Satan movies. So give me one second to correct that. <laughs> and now, okay, so obviously you got yourself your Tim Allen. You got yep. yourself, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what's his name from exactly. fucking Jurassic Park? Play, Who? Uh, oh, Miracle on 34th Street? Yeah, Miracle on 34th What the fuck is oh, his name? Oh, well, Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. You got your seat. You got your stop motion, weirdly fat Santa from Nightmare Before Christmas. Your CGI, I think Tom Hanks also plays Santa in the Polar Express. You got. No. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Tom Hanks plays every character in that, pretty much. Yeah, that's weird. You got Ed Asner, an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus. Hmm. You got a bunch no, of no-named no. actors in various uh, films and also CGI incarnations, like Rise of the Guardians or whoever played Baldwin. Santa in, in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. You want to pick uh, Billy Bob Thornton? Not He's not playing no, Santa, but count. I think that counts. I think that counts. No, they, it doesn't count. Well, then does Tim Allen count? I guess he becomes Santa. Tim he's Allen Santa definitely counts. And then one shot, Tim Allen, he looks like he's packing some serious heat. You got you got you got the Milo and Otis narrator Dudley Moore and Santa Claus or Santa yeah the movie. That's different. He's not really Santa Claus in that. I think he's somebody else, isn't he? Well, he well, I think he has to take on the mantle. Okay. I think I need to watch this Christmas Chronicles because I think Kurt Russell will win. But no, I said I, I. That's why I, I disqualified know. him. I know. He he's but, playing fuckable Santa. That that's the point is. of the movie. He looks he looks legit too. Like looks like real his real hair and real beard. Like you got that's the, what Russell is, yeah. looks like in the Hateful Eight. You got the racist uh, stop motion Santa from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Who he's d- great when he's when he's skinny and his wife tells him he needs to eat up to get that Christmas bod. Eat, eat. <laughs> yeah, when he's skinny, I might fuck him. Who's ever heard of a skinny Santa? Eat. But guys, I just want to say I've never seen this movie. It's a quick Google search, and I think I need to choose this because it is Hulk Hogan in Santa with muscles. In the season of Santa, there are two kinds of people. The naughty and the nice. I got 50 bucks for the first elf that brings me Santa Claus. Hulk Hogan is Blake Thorne, and he's definitely naughty. To make his getaway, he's going to make a mockery of the world's most beloved hero. Do you have a minute? Fox me, a little brat. That's him. But sometimes, the only way you can feel the spirit of Christmas... Where'd he go? ...is to be hit over the head with it. Santa! What? It's showtime. Now, this confused bad boy is Santa, like you've never seen him before. A bearded basher of bad guys. Yeah! A hero with a silly hat. <laughs> A Robin Hood in red. Who were those guys anyway? Oh, they were from Mr. Frost. He's been clearing out the whole neighborhood and no one knows why. And he's got three days to foil a band of evil scientists. Assemble the team. They're taking the orphanage. Wait till Santa hears about this. He'll kick your butt to New Year's. Santa, you slay me. Hulk Hogan is... Santa with an attitude. Keep the milk and cookies warm. Santa with some friends. Santa with a mission. How are we supposed to get over this? And most of all, he's Santa with muscles. They can't start Christmas without me. Can they? There have been many Santas. You're not Santa. 
You're fed. But there's only one named Hope. Well, all you had to do was knock. Santa with muscles. <laughs> wow. I forgot about that. So Hands down. That's my answer. Hands well, I don't down. think he plays I, Santa. And it's Hulk Hogan in a Santa costume with his jacket wide open with no sleeves on. And his muscles everywhere. And he's holding up two grown adults in his hands. Wow. While kids are hanging all over him. Yes, this is the, this is the Santa it. I want to fuck. That's, that looks like Suburban Commando's <laughs> cover just to replace the Santa art. It's my answer. <laughs> it's my answer. That's for sure. <laughs> the next boner, very similar, coming from Ballard. What is the most fabulous Santa Claus boner from a Christmas movie? Or what special. Or special. What is, what is this? I don't know what the question, question is. What is the most fabulous Santa Claus Christmas boner from a Christmas movie? That's right. I don't what really understand mean? the question. What do you mean you don't understand the question? Is it like the best Santa we've ever seen in a Christmas movie that gave us a huge boner? Yes. Or like no, not exactly I would say sexual, it's... but like just like a great moment from Santa. What is the question? What does the question mean? Okay, so this idea of like what we uh, like, what is a boner? Like, what is a boner? Just a moment you enjoyed. So, is there, when it, is there a moment that Santa ever did anything cool in any movie, any or Christmas special? Not really. No, I don't like Santa. Okay, I love so Santa. He's kind of creepy. I loved as a kid when I saw the Santa Claus in theaters when Santa falls off the fucking roof and dies. I thought that was fucking great. I was like, whoa, what a spin! Way to subvert my expectations. I didn't see that coming. You know, even though I went to go see a movie about how Tim Allen becomes Santa, yeah, I still was like ex- ex- shocked. Even, even though I saw that scene in the movie trailers and commercials, still loved it. Santa isn't a person in the in the, in the Santa Claus with an E. Uh, he, it's a curse that that <laughs> transfers is. from one person to another uh, that cannot be revoked, and you you get it after you accidentally kill Santa. Mm-hmm. That movie's fucking dark. I love the Santa Claus. It's funny. The, the The second one's okay. The third one's all right with Martin Short. What does he do in that rails. movie? Like, I, I get the, like, here's Santa's real. Santa's real. So what are you doing? Like, kids don't get presents unless their parents buy them. Explain this, it movie. How come poor kids get less presents than rich kids? Because they only get Santa's presents. But, but kids, like, so what? Is it just, it, does, does Santa fuck with the parents' minds? So that they think they bought the presents no, that he's actually giving them? parents are always tired and don't know what the fuck's going on. And they're like, I don't know. Did you get him that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm too tired to care. Do you have any more, like, cider with rum in it? So if, you, if your kids just got, like, an Xbox One that neither you nor your wife bought them this, this Santa's year. Santa's not giving them Xbox yeah, he Ones. Get, have you ever he, seen he, a he, Santa movie where he's yeah. making Xbox Ones? Elves yeah. make that shit in the workshop. No, it's Santa make wooden well, toys. Elves make wood toys, plastic toys, metal toys. They're not making electronics like okay, that. Okay, so if, yeah. if your kid just ra- randomly got, like, a, a wooden horse that I was I would wrapped, not worry about it. I'd be like, okay, maybe it. their grandparents gave it to them. Maybe maybe it was a gift. I didn't see who gave it to them. We have, there's a lot of family. Okay. Maybe it's, it's, maybe, it's maybe it's plausible. Maybe it's completely plausible. Our next boner. Our final Christmas boner Uh-oh. coming to us from Nolan is 
These five Christmas-centric classics are known for their memorable sets. Home Alone's McAllister Mansion, Lethal Weapon's Abandoned Warehouse, Jingle All the Way's Gay Parade Float, Batman Returns City Plaza, and of course, Die Hard's Nakatomi Tower's Rooftop. Now, just using those memorable film locations... Uh-oh, here we go. Which <laughs> is the best place to have a gay orgy? Nakatomi. Oh, really? Jabba's yeah. Palace. Jabba's Palace wins. Guys, there's, Again? A really lo- there's a logical answer here. I want to see if you guys can find it. Oh. I think it's Nakatomi. The mansion would be nice and heated, and, and outside it would be cold Chicago weather. And you'd be in there alone just with your orgy. No one's watching you, right? Lethal Weapons Abandoned Warehouse is in L.A., of course. It would be, you know, pretty good temperature. Right next to a strip club, you're hearing, like, the hot spice and hot <laughs> sounds from the strip club. You have fucking water dripping down from the ceiling, and it looks very hot <laughs> and sweaty in there. Mm-hmm. All of these, the only one that's a set is is the Batman Returns City Plaza, which, of course, was built at the Warner Brothers lot. Uh, and, and and that would be fun because you'd be fucking and fucking penguins and people would like clown suits would be flying all over the sky and bats. It would be awesome. There would be penguins. That, that's the biggest problem with Batman Returns. It's just like how fucking much they tried to get uh, use out of that one city plaza set. And like there's like three press conferences in that movie in that yeah. same location. It's really lazy. Yeah. Is it really? I never even noticed. There's the first, there's the press conference at the beginning that breaks out in the fucking, the, uh, the first action sequence. Then there's the one announcing uh, that Penguin, like, is, is figured out who he is and found his parents. And there's the one that Penguin gives and everyone throws tomatoes and egg salad at him and he, he goes crazy. Oh, and there's the other press conference where the mayor's baby gets <laughs> f- fake and stolen and the Penguin rises up out of the sewer and saves it. There's three press, or no, there's four press conferences in that fucking movie. And there's lots of scenes, too, where they exit, like, a building and they're having a conversation where they're back out in that plaza. They use that set a lot. It's yeah. a massive set. It's a fucking fantastic set. They shoot it from different uh, angles and light it day and night, but it's, it's like, yeah. they really put a That's lot great. of money into one location for that movie. There's not a lot of locations in that film. Yeah, guys. And speaking of the other sets there, so you also have Nakatomi, which would be nice. You'd be, like, fucking, people would be around you cheering. Maybe there'd be a helicopter flying over, buzzing you every once in a while. Have you ever been there? I've been to the lobby. I've been in the lobby. Yeah. It's nice. Wow. It's wonderful. Never. I've never been there. But, guys, the last one, uh, the parade float in Turbo Man, or in Jingle All the Way. Everyone everyone would be fucking cheering you on, and fake snow would be falling everywhere. That seems kind of nice. What city is that again? I think it's like Minneapolis. Well, oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just yeah, it's like the deep Midwest. And that's a location. That's not a, that's not a set. Let's find out where that movie was filmed. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's fucking guys. I was right, We're, Minnesota. Okay, that's Minnesota. Arnold Schwarzenegger should not be in Minnesota. He should never be in Minnesota. Seems like a wrong location. Seems he looks great. Schwarzenegger man. exists in L.A., D.C., or the jungle. Yep, I was yep. about to say the jungle. Yep, mm-hmm. sounds about right. Nowhere else does he work. No chance. He's briefly in Miami, and he causes all kinds of problems there. Yeah. Well, guys, based on these options, I'm thinking it would be really cool to be fucking a gay orgy in the middle of uh, a downtown Gotham City Plaza while Batman's driving around burning guys, lighting them on fire, and throwing them down sewers and exploding them and 
clowns flipping all through the sky. I think that would be a fucking miracle. Christmas miracle. I don't know. I just love the idea of fucking on like a whole bunch of slippery tarps, you know, looking out at the L.A. skyline. And like slippery just being tarps? like, dude, I imagine they're bringing slippery tarps for the orgy, right? Oh, okay. That's a you good know? view. That's a really good view. I mean, Does the rooftop view. explode after the orgy? Probably. Of when you're done coming. And you just jump <laughs> off of it? <laughs> probably. Who wouldn't? It's probably a requirement. You have to jump off when, you're, when you come. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> With the fire hose wrapped around your gut. <laughs> wrapped around your cock. Squirting into the night. I think the Nakatomi Tower one's the most dangerous, but maybe the most worth it. It sounds but, sexy. Yeah, it could be dangerous. No, dude. No, wait. 45 minutes into the action, you're going to be having the best orgy ever. Dude, helicopter buzzing your head while you're banging would be pretty hot. Two He's FBI so agents hot. die in a helicopter. Yeah, Agent Johnson, <laughs> Johnson and Agent and Johnson, Johnson, but they're assholes. Yeah. I was in junior high, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> We better stop talking about all these Christmas boners because <laughs> all of this reindeer semen I am drinking is really making me weird or wired. <laughs> Ooh, so wired indeed that my penis is dripping and my butthole is pouring. Buttholes. Oh. Buttholes. Did you mean for me to say buttholes? Yeah, it's plural. Mm-hmm. What do you say we go back to my place, guys, and eat out our cracks? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, wait. This isn't reindeer semen, but delicious eggnog. Mm. It's even better now because it is made with soybean extract. So I will look my slimmest and hottest on Christmas Day is what I always like to say. <laughs> Would any of you cool boys want to try some before we go jingle our bells on Christmas Carol? She's our office receptionist. Okay. That's... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oopsies. I didn't write that. Bellard did. Probably. Or Nolan. Definitely not me. Dicks. Cox. Christmas. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you think about this episode's Christmas boners. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight on our boner size, then let us know by emailing oh. us at the Cool Boys Podcast. Wait, what is that? What is that? At gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, please review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a fuck, and you will receive special access to content <laughs> too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys centric content with Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, and Patreon. Except not on Patreon. <laughs> Except it's not. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Happy holidays, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Fruitcake Felk. And that's Bizies from Bethlehem Ballard. And that's Bizies from. Nutcracker Noli. Guys, I think that was our worst Christmas episode ever. 
It's, and it's our second one. So yeah, I had a lot to look up to. <laughs> yeah, I think last year. Cool Boy Nation, if you really want a good Christmas episode, go check out last year's. We talked about 12 movies. 12. Too many. 12 movies, which, absolutely. Many yeah. of which we talked about again this episode. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about doing a Christmas episode again. At least we didn't do four of them. But you guys last year. I, I, had, I had stuff, but I just figured you guys didn't want to do it. Um, I had one was, uh, what was your favorite party from uh, Four Christmases? Never seen that movie. <sighs> exactly. So I figured it wasn't going to sell too well. Is that the but movie? That been a movie that we hadn't talked about. Is that the movie in the hotel that Quentin Tarantino directed? No, it's the movie where Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon have four separate Christmases with each one of their parents. I'm thinking of Four Rooms. <laughs> four Rooms is great. No. Actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I did not like Four Rooms. It's not a Christmas movie. You didn't like movie. Four Rooms? I like the, I the uh, Robert Rodriguez room and the Tarantino room. Yeah, there was, the Tarantino room was good. There was one room that was good. Watching uh, a very bareback Christmas sounds a little bit better, doesn't it, now? I think we should have watched Bareback Christmas. I think it would have been better than this episode. Well. Probably would have been. Who knows? I guess I know not to take shits anymore, because then we decide that we're not watching gay porn anymore. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Happy holidays, Cool Boy Nation. You are standing American boy. You've excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Are we dropping Would You Rathers, too? I guess we're dropping those. That's Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah cool. we're streamlining this shit. Yeah. It's just 50-minute just 50 episodes. Nonsense now, anyway. <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, nonsense for 60 episodes. <laughs> Would you rather fuck this many dudes or blow this many dudes? That's so yeah, really. I need to know what I need to know what kind of motorcycle I'm fucking the guy on, what, and, and how long the uh, knife di- finger dildo is being shoved up my ass for. It's very important. Get some cool boys. <laughs> so serious. <laughs>